Hello listeners. Welcome to the Business Line podcast. I am Anjana PV. In my understanding, mining uses less technology or maybe the technology aspect comes in a little later on like in the refining process. However, technology plays an integral part in every process. Now, the mining industry is using new technologies including machine learning, augmented reality and virtual reality. Sounds like science fiction? Not really. Today, we live in the era of artificial intelligence shaping every industry. But how is it revolutionizing the mining industry? I talked to two experts, Professor Rajiv Shekhar and Professor Dheeraj Kumar of IIT Dhanbad to know more. I talked to Professor Rajiv Shekhar, director of IIT Dhanbad, about how AI can help in ensuring safety in the mining sector. Later on, I talked to Professor Dheeraj Kumar, Deputy Director of IIT Dhanbad, about how AI can be used in cost reduction. Listen in. First of all, I have a set of questions to Professor Rajiv. So whenever we hear the term AI, we often think of things like ChatGPT or OpenAI. So in this context, could you just tell us how AI is used in the mining sector at present? Okay, in India, I think AI is not used All right. or can be used very scarcely. And I will give you an example. One of the big users of AI is uh, condition is uh, preventive maintenance of uh, mining machinery. There are excavators which uh, take rock out of the cut rock from the seam and then load it on the trucks, which are called dumpers. Now, these are very expensive uh, machinery. And you want them to operate at all times. Utilization, you want it to be about 90%. And not what happens, it can't operate on the regular mode of maintenance. That is, you know, you have in automobiles, 10,000 kilometers or one hour, whichever is less. Now, the problem is many of these uh, spares, many of these machines are actually imported. So you need to have your spares. And if it breaks down, then you there is a downtime associated with it. So what you have is you have sensors regulating important aspects of the machine, for example, the hydraulics, the electric drive, etc. And these sensors through IoT sends data to the cloud where there are machine learning algorithms which continuously process data. And then they will say that, okay, there is a 90% probability that this important part may fail in the next two months. So with that, you have enough lead time to figure out to actually manage, source your spares and plan your maintenance. So this is one major use of AI in mining. Could you just take us through what could be the challenges that Indian mining sector has not yet started using artificial intelligence? Actually, we are slow in first uh, uh, probably figuring out how important this technology is. And then the absorption is a little late and it takes time. In Australia, what I heard is Rio Tinto operates their mine autonomously from 500 kilometers away. And you can realize the moment you talk of autonomous mining, AI will automatically come in because the type of obstructions, interferences, variability that come in may not be predicted. 
you cannot predict it accurately. So you need to incorporate AI to take care of all those conditions. But again, in India, and recently what we have is uh, in India, the trend is that mining is not done by the companies, for example, Coal India Limited, they're outsourcing it to MDOs. Now the MDOs main emphasis is to make profits. So what they do is they get old machines from China and other countries, recondition them and then use them. And expecting them to use AI is absolutely out of the question, at least at this point of time. We all know that one of the main concerns that we have in the mining sector is regarding the safety of workers. So how do you think that AI can actually help in ensuring the safety of workers? So there are two types of mines. One is open cast mine, where you actually start digging from the top and create a big hole on the earth. And the other is you actually go below the earth, make tunnels and mine, make tunnels and mine your, for example, coal or let's say uranium. Now, so if you're talking of coal mines, underground, there are several issues. One is the presence of nox uh, noxious gases like methane, carbon monoxide, etc. So you need to have sensors there. And that is where AI can also come as a useful aid in uh, protecting workers. Now, in underground mines, you also have ventilation. Ventilation is absolutely important. Now, there is a new concept called ventilation on demand. See, uh, what happens to have a fresh supply of air, you have big fans on the surface which draws air in the underground mines. So you need that. But you don't want too much of it because it means high energy consumption. So AI can be used to determine which areas need how much oxygen. For example, place where people are working, those areas need higher concentration of oxygen or higher airflow compared to areas where it has already been mined. So if you factor that in an, in an AI algorithm, you can run the fans at a speed and at optimum speed so that you can just draw the right amount of air and feed it preferentially in the areas where it is required. And also there are other issues. For example, when you do mining, open cast mining, you start by blasting. The reason you need to blast is, first of all, let's say the coal mass is a compact mass. You want to create cracks on it so that it can be broken easily. Now, when you apply explosives, it creates a lot of problems. It creates, for example, there are a lot of fly rocks that can fly and injure people. There is a problem of dust. And if the explosion is not planned properly, the vibration can affect the nearby structures. So what should be the quantity of explosives? What should be the spacing between the explosives? Okay, all these can be determined through AI so that it makes blasting safe. And then you can also have sensors, which, for example, monitor the uh, air quality percentage of fine particles, which actually go into your lungs. I don't know, it is minus 10 microns or something. Um, so you can monitor the concentration and use AI to figure out, for example, how the blasting should be modified. And in open cast mines, you have these trucks called dumpers, which take your coal to a place where it can be stopped. Now, dumpers move, 
these are earthen roads. These are not paved roads. They generate a lot of dust. So you can have a simple system, like if the, if the dust concentration goes above a certain value, then automatically a spray will work. This can also be applied to blasting. If the dust concentration goes above a certain value, you can operate water sprays, which will help settle down the dust. That's a very interesting point, sir. So uh, do you think that there will be a point where we can execute a lot of elements from AI and reduce human labor when it comes to mining sector? Absolutely. I, you can definitely do that. But there is a big downside to it. There is a major downside to it. See, where I live, Dhanbad, neighboring areas in West Bengal, Asansol, and neighboring, this Dhanbad to Asansol, near Ranchi, other areas of Jharkhand, Chhattisgarh, a lot of people are dependent on mining as their source of employment. Now, the big challenge is if you automate what happens to these blue-collar workers. White-collar, you can probably retrain in digital technologies. But the major challenge is what do you do with the blue-collar workers? Point I want to make in Australia, it is very easy. Because employment is not such a big issue in mines. They have other sources of employment, low population. But in India, automation has to go hand-in-hand hand with employment. The government will not do anything which will cut the employment opportunities severely, especially for the lower income families. So we have to have a balance. At this point, I don't know what is that balance? What is that red line that we do not need to cross? So another major thing uh, in the mining sector is how do we find different ways or different methods in which we can do the mineral exploration process. Do you think that the arrival of AI has actually changed the mineral exploration process uh, in the sector? Absolutely. See, I'll just explain how exploration is done. What is normally done, you send signals from the top, let's say sound signals, and then the reflected sound waves you analyze, then you figure out what is the substructure of the subsurface below. And you have other techniques, the resistivity, magnetism, etc. Now, the problem is, this can give you an idea. This does not tell you with certainty whether we have a reserve that we have can be economically extracted in terms of, number one, whether the location is correct and whether the estimate of the reserve is correct. So, normally, after that, what you do is you want to validate the uh, conclusions you draw from your surface tests. So what you do is you drill holes called down the earth, maybe a kilometer or so, and then you bring samples from down there. Analyze the samples, correlate with the predictions that you made from your surface tests, and that is the way where you can actually get a true depiction of the surface. Now the problem is, let's say there is one hole here which you have drilled, and let's say about one kilometer apart, there is another hole. So in both the holes, at both the locations, you know the substructure. But what about the area in between? You have to extrapolate. Now clearly, if the holes are much closely spaced or, or interpolations between the two holes will be correct. But this drilling is extremely expensive. So you have to drill holes far apart. Now with the present geostatistical techniques, 
does not very accurately give you locations or estimates. So this is where AI comes in. So AI essentially comes in by, you can increase the distance of your holes for validating this. And with AI, you can get a more accurate location and accurate quantity of estimates. So if I have copper ore, I can say, okay, this many tons of copper in the deposit is present. So that brings to my next question. What is the next for AI in the mining sector, thinking from a global context? I think the major issue is uh, environmental restrictions. Even outside in US or Australia, people would mine the way they do in India, but they are restricted by environmental regulations. They are more tightly monitored also. I think that is the key difference here. And so they are forced. And plus the issue is labor is very expensive there. So the idea is keep, you want to minimize your labor. You want to adhere to the environmental regulations which are tighter in that country. And in general, in those countries, there is a continuous endeavor to improve the efficiency of the process and reduce costs because all of them are private companies. And you know, the mineral sector is a very cyclic sector. You know, the prices go up and down depending on the requirements. So in other countries like US, there is a continuous innovation because they know they can face a downside. That is not true in India. The objective is the same everywhere, but essentially the, the issue is at what rate do we innovate and what rate do we absorb new technologies. As an academician, do you think that AI should be implemented as a part of academic curriculum, specifically that deals with mining or engineering studies? It is very important to integrate AI with core engineering. And I'll give you an example. In Japan, there's a chemical plant which ran 35 days autonomously. Chemical plants are very dangerous places. High temperature, high pressure, uh, toxic chemicals. 35 days autonomously without any human intervention. So what we are trying to do is, so for example, what we are doing from next semester, coming semester, starting in August, we are saying all professors teaching compulsory courses should do have two general lectures on how AI can affect their domain in what positive way. And in winter semester, we are asking faculty to give one department elective on application of AI in their particular department. We have a mining machinery part. So we have, we have these four or five modules and you'll have five, six or seven lectures in each module talking about how AI can help in revolutionizing that industry. Now, Professor Deeraj, how can we prevent environmental implications caused by AI? Yeah, very, very, very pertinent question. Nowadays, you will be saying that uh, uh, the Ministry of Environment Protection Climate Change that is a lot of mind safety and uh, all international regulatory authorities, they want to ensure that you don't disturb the environment. You have your ecosystem restored after doing the mining. So during the mining process itself, we have to monitor PM 2.5, 2.5, which is for particulate matter 2.5 and dust con concentration and so on. So nowadays we have all IoT enabled sensors, which are put across the hall roads. 
which are put across all the mining locations, mining subsystems, and these IoT enabled sensors they monitor the threshold limit. They monitor the contents of these PM two point five, PM ten, the sort of uh, all sort of uh, gaseous content inside the mines, uh, be it carbon monoxide, be it carbon dioxide, be it methane, and so on. What is the environment condition at a particular period of time in underground and surface bore, and when the moment it increases due to the threshold limit, it will trigger an alarm because you have the AI built on the top of it. So AI will trigger an alarm and then you will be asked to carry out the sufficient measures like uh, dust suppression systems. You have AI enabled dust suppression systems. The moment your concentration is increased, so all those sensors will trigger a sort of alarm and then you will have other sort of uh, devices, sensors which will sprinkle the water sprinkling and other things will get activated. Similarly, in the underground mine, if you have suppose carbon monoxide increase beyond the threshold limit, your entire machines, everything will get shut down and then ventilation requirement get changed, ventilation requirement get enhanced and then you will basically uh, dilute all those uh, noxious gases which are getting, getting released during the production of uh, uh, different mineral contents. So in that way, I will certainly help you out. Now, Ministry of Environment, Forest, Climate Change, including Indian Road Bureau of Mines, they also want that you have to submit a, a sort of annual land use pattern of your mining area. That how much changes you are making due to ongoing mining process in terms of the water resources, in terms of uh, barren land, in terms of agriculture land, in terms of uh, disturbance or by the mining area, there's a broken area, as a forest land and so on. And there is again, you have image processing technologies backed with AI. Uh, with the drone data sets, which will help you out in preparing this land use land cover mapping and then submitting to the compliant authorities and then how much changes in percentage we have made and how much changes we'll be doing. The forecast can also be done a fiction, with a fiction of AI technologies. We have uh, understood that AI can be used in quick decision making, specifically in the mining sector. So could you just give us a little bit of explanation on the lines of how AI can be used in quick decision making? Yes, uh, one example I already gave you that uh, suppose you have in later talk about environment itself. The concentration of carbon monoxide got increased to uh, 50 ppm. The moment concentration increases beyond 50 ppm, your mine has to be uh, shut down. The miners have to be taken out from the mines. The decision, who will give the decision? So the moment uh, you are the manager, safety manager, safety officer put in the mine, and then alarm is getting generated, you will direct all the miners to come out from the mine. So that sort of decision you'll be basically taking there. Now, in terms of productivity, you see, we have a combination of sovereign dumper commission we are talking about that uh, which dumper will go to which excavator? Who will take a decision? If you have a manual decision, then waiting time can get increased. And when waiting time gets increased, then production will get hampered and you'll be losing your production. So this uh, AI-based system will help you out in basically mapping a sort of dumper to a particular solid. I'll give you one more example. There has been a number of heavy earthquake facilities deployed at Hall Brooks. Now, there is an issue of transportation. There is an issue of uh, colliding of one sort of HEM with others, other HEM. So, transport, navigation of the transport systems. Then, uh, avoidance of collision between the equipment can all be done through the application of AI. I'll give you one more example. Uh, in surface mines, uh, during a, a sort of uh, winter season, maybe in the month of December to February, there are foggy weather conditions. During foggy weather conditions, the visibility of the mine on the whole road is not more than 5 to 10 meters. And then when we have a 450 ton of dumpers, which has its own 
these are problems, visibility problems with this all uh, weather condition, it is very difficult to operate dumpers in such conditions. The AI-based imaging solution will help you out in negotiating with all sort of foggy uh, weather conditions. Another concern is mining sector when it comes to exploration of minerals or mineral processing and all that, we have a lot of budget that is involved in it. So do you think that with the arrival of AI, a cost reduction is possible in the mining sector? So uh, when you talk about the cost reduction uh, in mining with the use of AI, you have all these mining machineries, you have all these resources which are available for the uses in mines. But uh, you will find that uh, these all resources are available almost 95 to 96%. But their uses are not more than 70 to 75 percent, maximum 70 to 75 percent. So there is a gap of further 20 to 25 percent in terms of uses of these resources and ability of the resources. What AI can do, AI can ensure you that the resources are allocated in two cents without wasting the time, without having a sort of a cyclic mining system to convert into a continuous mining system so that your productivity gets enhanced in manifold, at least 10 to 15% productivity can be ensured with the application of the AI. Because AI will help you in allocating your resources to the requirement. Earlier days, uh, we were dependent only on drilling technologies, and it's quite costly affairs. So there is every chance of finding an original deposit is only 0.5%. If Even if you carry out very sort of specific drilling, then improvement can be only up to 5% for exploration, for a known resources. Now, with the implementation of AI technologies, you can be very accurate, you can be very precise. So cost of drilling per meter of uh, drill can be reduced to that extent. That means now you go for really targeted drilling. You don't go for drilling here and there. I give one more example. In earlier days, when you were doing drilling at every 200 meter of the deposit or every 300 meter of the deposit to just define the block, now you need not to go for that sort of close spacing of the drilling. The spacing of drilling can be increased to one kilometer, can be increased to two kilometers and so on. I give you one example of manage old deposit. Manage old deposit in the entire Balaghat region in Maharashtra. Earlier days, they were basically doing the drilling to delineate the entire deposits of manganese in that particular region. Now it is being done through the drone technologies. It is done through the spectral mapping and then processing of the data through AI. So the cost of drilling is reduced. So the huge investment before you do the mining in exploration itself can be reduced with the application of AI. So I just wanted to understand, so what is the way forward for India when it comes to AI and its application in the mining sector? Very true. And that's the reason why government of India has set up technology innovation hub in mining with very basic objective of implementation of cyber physical system. And there are number of startups, they have come together in this technology innovation of mining. And these startups, they are only talking about applying these technologies of AI and IoT. I give you just one example, like mine traffic management system. There is one sort of company, AI-based company, which is a startup company that has started implementing AI in managing the traffic in the mine, not only in one mine, multiple mines. There is other startup company which is talking about uh, observatory data processing platform that uh, in real time, the data 
they take through the drone, applying AI technologies, and they will give you how much mining you have done, how much sort of excavation you have made, what is the quantity of excavation you have made, and how many further quantity, how many meter cube excavation you have to do further, in which area you have to do the mining. That company is talking about uh, on these particular areas, and they are working with OMC and other companies. They do the data processing, entire data processing using the, using the technology of AI. And uh, the platform which they have developed, these platforms are not uh, sort of uh, exported platforms. These platforms are not the foreign OEM platforms. These platforms are developed by their own sort of startups with the application of AI. There are other couple of companies which are talking about uh, uh, flooding inside a mine. So they have now AI-based engines developed, which will talk about whether in the uh, sort of monsoon season, whether a localized rainfall will take place in a particular mining region or not. And due to the rainfall, whether there will be sort of production getting hampered in that mining area or not. You might have heard in the news that uh, during the pandemic period, there were a sort, sort of shortage of coal at a different sort of power plants. And the region was attributed towards the monsoon region, monsoon season. And so there were a couple of mines which were more productive mines, their production got stopped due to this flooding of the mine, due to this monsoon season. So we have a company, a startup company, which is talking about AI applications in weather forecasting that will talk about which particular location will be flooded, which location will not be flooded. People were talking about augmented reality, people are talking about the virtual reality in different subsystems. Now people have started talking about 3D photographic technologies where your entire mind can be brought on a table, not in terms of AR and VR, but in terms of 3D photographic systems. And you can implement a digital twin, whatever the processes you are doing here, that or what are the processes which are taking in the mind, that process you can visualize here and you can do the planning in real time. And in real time planning, suppose I want that the height of the bench to be increased to this many meter. The slope can be changed to this many meter. This particular resource, though dynamically allocated from this to this place, but it is wrong allocation, so allocation is to be changed. So the entire decision making you are doing on a table using the AI technologies with the concept of digital twinning with 3D photographic system, that will have a bearing in the mind then and there. So there is a company which is working on that, and that company is basically founded in this textbook foundation, the technology innovation hub, which has been set up by government of India. What are the risk factors that is associated with using AI in mining sector? First risk factor, I tell you, uh, initially you have a capital uh, sort of expenditure. And in mines, what is happening, people are more sort of focusing on their day-to-day -day production. They want that their day-to-day -day production should not get hampered. And the moment you intervene into their day-to-day -day production, certainly they become a sort of bit worried that my production in this particular month is getting declined. The result of AI will not come on particular day. Result of AI will only come after implementation, maybe after one year, two years or so. That is one sort of risk factor you have to be there. The second one, since we are a bit new into these areas, there can be some sort of lapses also. So you should be ready to have experimentation carried out in your mind. So you select at least one or two such mind where the experimentation can be carried out, see the results getting driven out of these implementations, and then you decide, don't go for applying these, the tech, these all technologies straight away in all of your mind. And this is what we are doing in some of the mining companies. We are selecting only one or two such mines, 
do the experimentations with these technologies because these all mines are level intensity mines. These all mines they have all old traditional technologies put in place. So removing those traditional technologies, putting these new technologies, and then getting the results driven is basically long process. Thank you so much, Professor Rajiv and Professor Deeraj, for sharing your thoughts. And listeners, if you liked what you heard, please share the podcast and tune into Business Line Podcast for more such content. 